Hi there. It's great that you can join us for our CBC online service this week. Perhaps you're listening in through Dial a Sermon. A special welcome to you if you're doing that. My name's Andy and I'm part of the staff team here at Chichester Baptist Church. We're in week three in our four-week pray series. We've thought about pausing, we've thought about rejoicing, and this week we're thinking about asking prayer. Google searches for the word prayer have skyrocketed during the COVID-19 pandemic. Last month, they doubled with every 80,000 new registered cases of the virus globally, according to the University of Copenhagen. Many people, whether believers in Jesus or not, are seeking to ask God for help at this time. There's no one better that we can turn to to ask for help, healing, hope and wisdom. I don't know about you, but there's been times over the last few weeks where I've wanted to pray, but haven't known exactly what to pray, haven't known exactly what to ask. And so this week we're going to take some time to think about asking prayer. We're going to think about who are we asking, why are we asking, what are we asking and how can we be asking. To help us with this we're going to think about the Lord's Prayer. It was great to have that uh, prayer read for us by our sixth form group. I'm going to read to you from Matthew's version of the Lord's Prayer which can be found in Matthew chapter 6 verses 9 to 13. This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Who are we asking then? The disciples were taught to start by saying, Our Father, the one and only God who's loving, powerful, kind, all-knowing and invites us to pray. The disciples were invited to call Our Father, relational language of a child and a father. The one who holds the whole world in his hands, we are invited to approach and call Our Father. As one of our songs reminds us, we're asking the giver of life who never changes, who we can call our Father. Why are we asking? In Matthew 7 and verse 7, Jesus said, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you'll find. Knock and the door will be opened. Or perhaps a better translation would be, Ask and keep on asking. Seek and keep on seeking. Knock and keep on knocking. We pray because we're invited to, and we pray because we believe asking prayer makes a difference. As we read through the Bible, as we hear stories from church history, and as we share our own stories, we can be encouraged that asking prayer makes a difference. Asking prayer isn't always answered in the way we want it to be, or in the time we want it to be, but asking prayer makes a difference and Jesus invites us to ask for his help. I love the story of the persistent widow in Luke chapter 18. Jesus was teaching his disciples to pray and to not give up and to not give up hope. There's this widow who comes to a judge and she's asking for justice and she asks and she asks and she asks and she asks and eventually the judge gives her what she's asking for. Not because he feared God, not because it was the right thing to do, 
not because he cared about the woman, but because she kept on asking. Jesus goes on to explain how different our God is to the judge in this story, how much more willingly he will answer our call for justice, our call for help, our asking for his help. Jesus taught his disciples to persist in prayer and not to lose hope or give up. And in the Lord's Prayer, we're taught to pray for God's kingdom to come and his will to be done on earth as in heaven. We have feet in both camp, if you like, on earth as in heaven. Each summer, maybe not this summer, um, it'll be sad if it doesn't happen, but each summer we have a number of times when our young people get together and we play some big wide games. Occasionally we do that with both our youth groups together. I'm picturing Connect at one end of the field with their green face paint and I'm picturing Thrive at the other end of the field with their red face paint. And they're lined up ready to play a game like War of the Worlds or Capture the Flag and I'm stood on the halfway line and a young person comes up to me and says, Andy, what team are you on? What camp are you in? And I'm torn. I've kind of got feet in both camps because I'm fully part of Connect and I love being with Connect and I'm fully part of Thrive and I love being with Thrive and I want to bridge the gap really, I want to bring the two together. I have feet in both camp and that's one helpful way of thinking about asking prayer. We have feet very much firmly on this earth, the gift of life that we have to live in this broken and hurting world. But in another sense we have feet very firmly in God's kingdom, in heaven where his rule and reign is known, in our hearts now. We are bridging the gap people and we bring the needs of earth to our God in heaven and his kingdom. We are to be an asking people, asking because prayer works, asking because we're kind of an in-between people who seek to bridge the gap in asking prayer. What are we asking? I want to encourage us to ask big. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We're taught to pray for God's rule and reign to be known here on earth. And for the disciples, uh, maybe this helped broaden their horizon a little bit. It wasn't just in their part of the earth, in the villages that they were from, in Galilee or places they travelled, like on their way to Jerusalem. But for God's kingdom to come on earth. And we're encouraged to pray for the whole earth, for the whole world. Maybe we need to be reminded of that at this time. There is great need in our country at the moment, but there is also great need throughout the world. And let us be reminded to ask God for his help and for his healing and for his wisdom and for hope in the wider world. Maybe we need to particularly think of less developed countries at this time who might not be able to cope with the health crisis in the same way that we're able to with our brilliant health service here. We need to be remembering ongoing inequalities, poverty, refugee crisis and wars. The Lord's Prayer reminds us to ask big and for ask God's kingdom to come all over the world. Let us bring the needs of our wider world to our loving Father. It also encourages us to ask small. The Lord's Prayer teaches us to pray for our own needs. Give us today our daily bread. For the disciples, this was most probably the actual bread that they needed. As disciples who were travelling round with Jesus, they had no regular, reliable source of income, and so they were praying for what they needed day by day. 
And in this season, maybe that's become a bit more of a real prayer for us to pray for food on the table. There's people in our church congregation who have job insecurity, maybe have lost jobs, are unsure about the future of their businesses and need to be praying for God's provision for this day. We want to join with you in praying for that. This is a collective prayer and so we own our needs together and come to our loving Father together. Maybe our needs as well, our emotional needs or our health needs, we come to our loving Father knowing that he teaches us to ask for his help and for his provision of our daily bread, the things that we need. We pray this collective prayer together, holding our church family together before our loving Father. The Lord's Prayer also teaches us to bring our spiritual needs to our loving Father. Forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And forgiveness is available to each and every one of us through Jesus Christ, who died and rose again. Forgiveness for the times that we've ignored God, that we've lived our own way. Forgiveness for times when we've lost patience with those we live in lockdown with. Forgiveness for times we've been selfish and greedy. greedy. This forgiveness is for those who are disciples of Jesus and for each and every one of us. Maybe you're one of the people who's been joining our online service, just kind of listening in as a guest. We want you to know that there is forgiveness available to you through Jesus Christ who died and rose again so that we can have a fresh start, so that we can be free from guilt, so that we can be friends with God. Join in the Lord's Prayer, forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. We release those who've offended us, who need our forgiveness as well. The Lord's Prayer teaches us to pray for protection as well and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. We're invited to ask God for the help that we need, for the protection that we need, for the things that tempt us. And in this collective prayer, we, maybe we need to be reminded that we can reach out to others to ask for their help in standing alongside us in prayer for the things we're struggling with at the moment. We can ask big and we can ask small. How then should we pray? There are so many different ways that we can pray. There's no one that is particularly right. But in his book, How Should We Pray? How Do We Pray? by Pete Gregg, he talks about four different ways that are helpful for the kind of standing in the gap intercessory type prayer. He says that when we intercede, we should seek to be well informed, to be inspired, to be indignant and to get in sync. Let's just take two different examples to help us think through what this looks like. Let's think of praying for our NHS at the moment. We can be informed. We can be informed by the news, but we can also be personally informed. It was really helpful in one of our recent church prayer meetings to be informed by one of our church members, Louise, who was telling us a little bit like what life's been like for her on her front line serving in the NHS. She shared a bit about what it's been like for some other people in our church as well. And it was helpful to pray from a place of being informed on what's really going on. We can be inspired. We can be inspired by the history of Christians having been involved in the health service for years. We can be inspired by the setup of the National Health Service after World War II and its desire to cater for the health needs of everyone in our country. We can be inspired by God's word that calls God's people to be salt and light, bringing hope and healing something our NHS are aiming to do at the moment. We can be 
indignant. We can allow ourselves to continue to be moved and upset and even angry with what is going on with the number of deaths that we're seeing in our country. The death toll might be gradually beginning to decrease, but each life that's lost is precious to God. And we can allow ourselves to be passionate in prayer, in asking prayer for the tide to turn and for God to help and for there to be a real change soon. And we can be in sync. And by this, Pete Gregg means kind of joining in the prayers of others. Might be others in our church family, might be others in our wider Baptist family, might be others from other churches, but we can be in sync praying with others. The second situation we can think of is uh, asking big, aren't we? So let's think of the refugee crisis. Some of you might have seen some of the reports of refugees seeking safety, leaving from Myanmar, but being turned away by other countries. We can be informed by what we see on the news. We could be informed by reading and digging a bit deeper, looking at some of the work local charities are doing in and around that area to help bring protection and safety and rescue to the refugees. We could be inspired by the work of these charities. We could be inspired by God's word that has, uh, throughout the Bible has called God's people to stand up for refugees, to take them in, to look after them, to care for the marginalised and those in need. We can be indignant. We can allow ourselves to be moved and upset and come to God passionately in prayer, asking that he would send rescue, that he would bring help, that he would bring strength to those who are weak and safety to those who are seeking it. We can pray for those who are lobbying for change and more drastic action to be taken. And we can be in sync. We can be in sync by being led by some in this area of prayer who know more about the situation, charities working in the area, other Christians we know who know more about this. We can be in sync. As we seek to pray, asking big and asking small, one way we can do that as we seek to be people who bridge the gap is to be well informed, to be inspired, to be indignant and to be in sync with others. I've asked some of our young people to help us in prayer and so some of them are going to lead us in prayer now. Father God, we are asking for your kingdom to come in the wider world. Our world is under huge pressure at the moment. We are unable to see our friends and family to give them a hug. Many people have lost their jobs, lost, lost loved ones, lost their confidence and are suffering great anxiety. We pray that through all this we are able to show you your greater love for people and that people will turn to you for strength and peace. We pray that our world will begin to see that it is broken because of us humans and that with your help and forgiveness we can take responsibility and change it back to how you planned. Father God, we ask you for your daily bread. We thank you that for many of us we, you are meeting all our daily needs. Please help us to remember all those people of, for whom every day is a struggle. Please help us to reach out and consider how we can support those around us better. Help us to be outward thinking, always looking towards you and others. Father God, we ask for you to keep our friends and family safe and healthy. Father God, we are asking for help to be patient with each other whilst stuck at home. Father God, we are asking for safety for my grandparents from the coronavirus. Father God, we are asking for everyone to be kept safe from coronavirus. Father God, we are asking for resilience as we try and learn at home. Father God, we are asking for protection for everyone still going to work. 
Father God, we are asking for wisdom for our church leaders. Father God, we ask to see our friends and family again. Father God, we're asking for clarity for those in education who don't really know what's going on and those who are constantly working towards a vaccine. Please bring them peace. Amen to those prayers. Thank you so much. It's been so great to have some of our young people involved in this week's service. Our message is coming to a close now, but before we move on, I want to encourage you to pause and to do some asking prayer yourself. Our God, who we can call our Father, hears our prayers from wherever we are today. We can pray because prayer makes a difference. We can keep on asking, knowing that our God is not like a mean judge, but a loving Father who loves to hear our prayers. We can be praying big prayers for our wider world and small prayers for our needs and those in our community. We can do that in all sorts of ways. One way we can do that is by being well informed, being inspired, being indignant and getting sick. It's been great to have you with us. I hope you found this helpful. Go on being part of our community and being an asking people, asking God for his help, his hope, his healing and his wisdom. Have a great week. God bless you.